It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coach Harrison and I met five years ago, and we were in a pool. Don't ask why. And I remember thinking, I like that guy. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and it's a Charlie Tuesday. Charlie Five, Auburn message board legend joining us. How are you, buddy? Doing great, Zach. One day closer to chicken palms with Brad. That's right, man. June 3rd. Are you excited for it? I had a countdown. I had a countdown. I can't wait. Yeah, I love I it. Wait. I love it. Yeah, so Thursday, for those who, uh, who've missed it, Thursday, June 3rd, we will be having a chicken parm night at Rob's Ribs. Chicken parm sandwiches will be the, uh, the, the special that evening. And Auburn football chief of staff, Brad LaRonda, will be hanging out with us. We also have partnered with the Food Bank of East Alabama. So please bring some canned goods or some box uh, goods. We're going to have a drop-off container there as well as information, or if uh, for folks that are saying, hey, you know, Auburn fans that live far away that would like to be a part of this, um, reach out to me if you want to uh, to make a donation to uh, the food bank. That'd be, um, that'd be really, really cool. But we had some big news yesterday, Charlie Five. Auburn yes. officially didn't surprise many people, but they officially have another quarterback in their quarterback room as the one and only T.J. Finley, former LSU quarterback has um has committed Auburn he is a a hulking individual he's a big boy he's a massive man Mm -hmm. I'm excited to have him excited to have him I am too I am too where are you in this camp of you know as far as okay hey this was like the third or fourth guy in LSU's quarterback room why should Auburn fans want him where are you on that spectrum Well, he was he, he was not the third quarterback in the room. He was the second to Miles Brennan, who had been there for a while, and he was the first person to go in after Miles Brennan got hurt. He was a he's really young. They kind of threw him to the wolves, and he had some early success, and he had some success after the Auburn game. Um, ultimately, I think he got a little dinged up, and you know, faltered there towards the end, and they had to um, replace him, but. I'm in the camp. I'm in the camp of the more the merrier and a 6-7, 230-pound kid with a rocket arm being developed by Brian Harson yeah. or Mike Bobo just makes me feel things. It makes me feel things. Yes, I I'm kind of there with you. I, I think this is a good huge pickup actually for, for Auburn. Literally. Yeah, I mean he's massive. He's massive. The whole well, LSU didn't want him thing. I think that is untrue, and I'm glad that you pointed out that he was the first guy after Brennan because there's a lot of people there saying, oh, we got LSU's four-string quarterback. Go us. I'm like, that's not that's not it. That's not it. It is interesting, though, because I think his path to playing time at LSU was easier than his path to playing time at Auburn. I For think sure. that is a little interesting. So it kind of makes you wonder, was it something about Harson? that stood out to Finley for him to make that decision. I mean, it it sounds like according to, you know, all the articles that that were written about Finley that, I mean, just a crazy amount of communication between the coaching staff and Finley. So 
That tells me that Harson wants him. And I think that's a good thing. Also think it's a little interesting. And we've kind of, you know, beaten this topic to death. But now that it's official, it's like, okay, he must have told him enough to believe that he has a chance to beat out Bo Nix this fall. Sure. And going back to why he left LSU, I think there was probably some friction on when he got replaced, um, how, how that whole thing went down. And then, you know, Brennan comes back and he's the starter. And I'm like you, it's kind of – he's kind of leaving one scenario and sort of entering what I view will be essentially a the same exact scenario. And I think – I'm not sure Brennan may have – they may have, Brennan and uh, Bo may have about the same t- eligibility left. Maybe, maybe I feel less. like Brennan's like Court Sandberg's age. Yeah, he's about he's he's right under just shy of thirty, I think. But um, <laughs> he's uh, had a medical red shirt. This all kind of stuff. He's been there a while. But yeah, so it is kind of peculiar. But like you said, I mean, listening to the quotes, he thinks he's he's coming in. He's and he's got a shot. So um, Brennan's twenty two. 22. Yeah. That's an old man in college. That's, that's like six man. years older than uh, Jaws is. Wow. That's a joke. But it's four wow. years, which is still funny. So <laughs> that's that's a lot years younger than me. <laughs> All right. So we got to ask the question like, D. Davis, does he care about this? Is he concerned at all about this? Is he going to leave because of this? My prediction is D. Davis will end up being at Central Florida, but this can't be something that. When? When do you think that happens? Just at some point? That's a good question. If I, I had to say, pick, if he goes to a school outside of Auburn, this guy's going to Houston one day. That, that is that is my prediction. That's his hometown. I mean, that's hometown. Right. Yeah. North Shore. Yeah. Right. But he's, he's, to me, he's such a Gus type quarterback that. I, I, and he was Gus's boy, and I, I think that – I kind of see that maybe. There's a trend, it seems, too, is that that kids that leave Auburn, you know, their first crack is UCF. So, so that's my – that's kind of And then if that thought. doesn't work out, you go to USC. Exactly. Shout out to yeah, Chris Thompson. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Ooh. But, yeah, um, I would have to think that, you know, they're basically at the same stage right now. They both have – they both they're both freshmen, so – you got a small in stature type guy and a NFL prototype body quarterback in the same class. It, it's kind of tough, kind of tough. We'll have to have to see how they they battle it out. I'm, I have no idea. Right. All right. So in just a moment, we're going to go through Auburn now has added seven players over the course of the offseason, and we're going to give our list ranking seven to one guys that'll make the biggest impact for Auburn moving forward. All that and more coming up right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. So I endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the guy at the counter just orders the part because he's probably not going to have it. You can just do it. You can pull out your phone and go to rockauto.com and order it for yourself, and it'll go straight to your door. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com today to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Go to rockauto.com 
and write Locked On Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Charlie Five, we're counting from seven to one. You want to share your uh, your seven or my seven first? You go first. I'll All give right. you the honor. All right, uh, mine's TJ Finley. I think I think there's a very real chance he just like gets skipped and it goes from because uh, I think Bo's going to stay for two seasons and then yeah. I think there's a very real chance that Gariner could hop Finley on the depth chart or there's a chance that Davis could hop him and sticks around. We'll we'll have to see, but that's kind of my my thought process there. Understandable. Um, my my number seven is Andrew Liotta. Okay, so I talked about this with Lindsay a little bit yesterday. We were so excited when we got this guy, and it's not like he's gotten worse. He just he missed spring, and we haven't talked about him in forever because we've gotten all these new shiny things that have come into play. I think it's somewhat recency bias here. It's it's probably a, a tad bit of that, but I think more so it's it's that he is that. I think as of right now, he's a very niche, he has a niche role. So I think all of the other guys minus, you know, TJ Finley could see a lot more playing time because they're more versatile, I guess, in the type of defense that I think Mason wants to run versus I think as of now, Leota seems sort of like a niche third down, passing down, edge rusher guy. So uh, that's why I have him at seven. But you're probably right. It's been a while, so I probably don't have him as, as fresh a mind either. If Leota gets six sacks in 2021, would he be high on your list? Oh, yeah. six sacks is all conference. That's that's bit. I mean, that's big. Uh, so yeah, he'd be he'd be much higher. I, I bet he get. I bet he gets at least five sacks. I feel pretty confident saying that. Probably somewhere. Am I delusional in, yeah. on that? No, I think somewhere in the neighborhood four or five, and really pressuring pressures are something that that sometimes is just as You're right. important as sacks. So you know him just being able to get back there could be, um, you know, could be very important. But again, until I see, you know, he's played a little while at Northwestern and he's a very niche type player. Um, until I see that he's going to be a you know, three, four down guy, I'm going to have to, you know, bump him down the list a little bit. Okay. Uh, who's your number six? TJ Finley. Is and once again, I, I don't know how clear we were. We're ranking number seven to number one new transfers that have you know, off-season additions and their impact, and one obviously being the most. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who's your six? Right. Uh, TJ Finley. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I don't think that, like I said, I don't think – I don't think he has any chance of beating Bo personally. Um, I think that just, but just having him there in case Bo uh, goes down, 
Um, you know, he's going to run, uh, Bo's probably going to run a lot. You know, he saw it in spring. Uh, he's, he, he thinks he's kind of bulletproof. So, uh, he could go down easily and having a, a backup with SEC experience and has had some success at the SEC level. Um, that's a, that, that to me is just a little bit higher than what would, I guess a seven would be. So, and you know, there's the whole competition breeds, you know, you know, be- better performance. Sure. And, you know, even though I don't buy too much into Bo needing a lot of motivation to say TJ Finley is going to motivate Bo or he's going to push Bo would insinuate that Bo wasn't already pushing himself harder than anybody on the team, working out harder than anybody on the team, wanting it more than anybody on the team. So I don't necessarily buy that, but just seeing some of the physical things that TJ can do may say, may make Bo say, you know, whoa, I actually, you know, this guy can do things a little bit better than me in this area. I'm going to have to really tighten it up and here, here, and here, I guess. So. Yeah. I was a guest on, on talk radio on WNSP down in Mobile yesterday. And I said, you know, it's good. You know, some folks are saying that he's going in, he's going to push Bo. And Dave Schultz, the host of the afternoon show down there, then asked the questions like, does Bo need to be pushed? I'm like, that's a good question. That's a good yeah. question. And he may not need to be, but I still think it's good that that's there. But also there's value in having him as a backup quarterback. Bingo. And, and that's not a fun topic to talk about. But if Push something reality. happens to Bo, Grant Loy ain't it. And D. No. Davis is not it yet. I think he will be, yeah. but he's not it yet. So Right. Um, my number six is Marcus Harris, and I'm a little bit of a hypocrite with this because I really talked him up yesterday, but I think uh, I think short-term, he's a backup guy that's not as good as some of these interior guys when you sh- uh, have to shift him inside. And then I've got Eku Leota ahead of him as far as a pass rusher. And we saw in Kansas and even kind of what he did at Park Crossing – he appears to be better at passing or you know rushing the passer and pushing the pocket than impacting the run game. And so that's kind of my thought process there. And and like I said, I mean that I I was really high on Harris yesterday and I'm still high on Harris. I just think it really kind of puts into perspective how strong this list of additions is. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I saw where Marcus that his his trainer tweeted or something like that that he's weighing in at like He's like 6'3", 286 or 288, something something crazy. He played uh, at 280 last year, it looks like. Played at 280, so he, he's definitely getting bigger. Um, he's to me, is like a prototype 3-4 defensive end mm-hmm. um, that he – to me, he would kind of be – also, he would be a good like 4-3 defensive tackle as well somebody that can disrupt disrupt it's more about disruption and and getting after the quarterback and being athletic than it is just sort of eating up a hole and trying to absorb you know multiple gaps this guy yeah, is going, I, I, I think I he's know. niche too though charlie five yeah. because i don't think he's ready this season to play a two-gap system I, I, just, I just don't think he's ready yet i think he will be but right now i just don't think he is and i hope i'm wrong it's good to get a guy like him, though, that's got multiple – three seasons of eligibility. Four. Um, He's got four left. 
Is it, it's either three or four. Um, I think I he's got four. That's even better. That's even better. I think so, so. Um, looking forward, looking forward to seeing him. So I had a hard time picking between my um, my five. I have two guys that I kind of have on the same level, um, but I'm gonna go with the one that I think is not going to start right away, and that's yeah. Donovan Kaufman. Um, so he's my number five. Donovan Kaufman is your five. My number five. And the reason is I think my number four will start over him. So at, at, at the safety spot. So um, I really like Donovan Kaufman. He's a smaller, he's a little bit smaller um, defensive back from a uh, height standpoint. Okay. But um, Mason loves him. I love him. But I, I think my number four is probably going to end up starting over him if I had to guess. Interesting. Okay, my uh, my number five is by Darius Knighton, and he would have been lower on this list, but Justin Ferguson really sold me on it in his bit in the um, in the Auburn Observer. So, I think Knighton has a clear role cut out. And as we read through these names, because I assume Darius Miller is pretty high up on your list too, so I think uh, I think Knighton has a way to play more as a backup nickel, or possibly even the dime back. And somebody's going to get left out, and I'm hoping it's not Nehemiah Pritchett, but it may be. That's kind of where I'm leaning towards now. The more I look at it and the more I watch these other guys, there's just going to be too many mouths to feed in the defensive backfield. So we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, by Darius Nine higher on my list than I would have thought a week ago. So uh, I think all those are fair points, but I think from what I've kind of gathered and how I see it playing out, my number four is actually Badarius Knighton. So I switch. I have Kaufman five, Knighton four, because I think Knighton is going to be your safety, which is going to allow Tennyson to play nickel. And that is why, and, and you got a, a, a much more seasoned guy in Knighton. He's, uh, he was an, he was an all American transfer, <laughs> albeit D2 or whatever, whatever classification. Um, and he seems to be one of those he, – he seems super versatile, you mm-hmm. know, where it's I can roam, I can play, you know, I can roam the field, and also I can come up and play close to the line of scrimmage as well. And he's an incredible tackler. So uh, I have – I think Knighton with the, with the seasoning and the little, being a little bit older, a little bit more mature, I think he's going to start at, at safety over Kaufman. So that's why I have him a little bit ahead of Kaufman. Okay. All right. I've got Kaufman a little higher. My uh, my number four is Eku Leota. So I'm much higher on him than you are because I think he's going to get five or six sacks. And I think that's enough to impact, um, impact uh, an opposing offense to have to do certain things in third and long situations. I'm really high on his ability to rush the passer. So um, we will see. We will see on that. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag, the best place to wager on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. The NHL playoffs are happening. The NBA playoffs are happening. 
UFC. It seems like it happens every Saturday night, which is exciting if you're into that. So uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And when you sign up and make your first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, to get that 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Charlie Five, you want to uh, what? We top three now. Yeah, who's your uh, yeah. who's your number three transfer to come into the program? So my, my number three is Marcus Harris. Okay, and so you're um, way higher I, on him. That's great. Yeah, big, because I I actually think I see him as a need right away. Okay, um, I see him as a multi down player. Um, he is he really was super disruptive at Kansas last year in the short season they had. And I think he was either second – I think he was second on the team in tackles for loss uh, as a freshman. Um, just I, I just think this guy coming home, he's going to be close to home. He's going to be fired up. He's, gain, he's gaining weight. He's working hard. And he's a, he's a, a need for us right now. And I think that – I think you'll see him play early and often and be a very, very fun player to watch on defense. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And and folks listening, please understand I am not I'm not super low on on Harris. I just I, I don't see it right away. And that's that's all I have to say on it. Um I'm not really super low on anybody. <laughs> I, I'm not either. But we just have to, you know, you have to have a list and we I, I'm just like really I'm really fired up for all seven of these guys. Yeah, I thought this list would be easy to make when we were talking about this, and I sat down to write, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to put him at six. Oh, I don't want to put him at six either. It's like, ah, I guess I've got to pick somebody. So um, my number three is Donovan Kaufman. I'm higher on him than you are. I think he's going to push Ladarius Tennyson, um, and then maybe they move Tennyson back to Nickel. It's going to be a fascinating battle because, man, it is absolutely loaded. I can't wait to – or fall camp because we're going to hear all different kinds of things. And once again, it's like, I, I think Jalen Simpson, like, can you keep him on the field and, and all of this? And it's like Nehemiah Pritchett, are both of those guys going to lose jobs when this is all said and done? And that's really crazy to think about. See, I think Jalen's going to be the one that gets left out. I don't think, I, I think you got to find a way to, to play Pritchett. You got to find a way to play, um, you got to find a way to play Pritchett. I mean, I think he could be an NFL guy this year. So I'm there with you, but we all forget, and this is just me being devil's advocate here, but we all forget Jalen Simpson won the job last year. He did. He did. Different coaching staff, of course, but he beat out Pritchett, and he started opposite McCreary uh, against Kentucky in the opener last year. And I think that's important. I think that says something. Then he had some injuries and – and all that, and Auburn kind of had a rotating door at the corner opposite McCreary, but I think that's worth mentioning. Sure, sure. Uh, who's your number two? So my number two is Tony Fair. I love this guy. I'm a big fan. I love him. Uh, this big 
massive human. I think he's my age um, as well. So he's been in college. He, I, I saw, is it Ferg that said he signed in the 2015 class? Same class as carry on. <laughs> that is insane. It's crazy. But uh, I'm glad that he's, this journey has brought him to Auburn because the timing could not have been better for us to need a player exactly like him mm-hmm. that could be the, the poster child for the no, big nose tackle that, uh, you know, that Mason and Harson wants moving forward. Uh, and there's some big time defensive tackle recruits that are similar in stature, similar in uh, build as this guy. And, you know, him having success this year early, which I think he will very early. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts game one. Uh, that will only pay huge dividends moving forward. So I'm big there fan with you. I'm there with you, and I and I love that the defensive line room has super seniors, and that it's got a bunch of young guys that have all the talent in the world. They just don't have experience yet, and they don't right. know how to approach the game. I love Lee Hunter, and I think Lee Hunter can play day one. But I think when you put him in a room next to Tony Fair, and you can see his approach to the game and the professionalism that he's going to bring, and Brian Harson's culture kind of seeping out of Tony Fair's veins, like I, I love everything about Tony Fair. He's my number one on the list. So something, another thing about Tony Fair, you got to think of is sense of urgency. Yes, he's got to go to the. He's he got to go to the league. He's got to go. This this year has to be the year that he pops. He has no time to to waste. So. Also, like you said, Lee Hunter seeing that sense of urgency is going to be big, uh, big as well, I think. Yeah, he's going to look at that guy and be like, this is a man playing for his family. This is a man playing for everything. He's been playing college football for a long time, but he wants to keep playing. And that's why he chose to come to Auburn. And I think Eason, Coach Eason being able to, to coach him up is going to be a match made in heaven. I really, really do. And it sounds like based on reading Tony Fair's comments and interviews and all of that, Easton was a huge reason why he came to Auburn. And, yeah. I, I, you know, I, we, we've, had, we've added so many guys since then. I, I think he has been kind of the guy that's been forgotten about, and I don't think that's fair, pun intended. So I, I'm all in on Tony Fair. I'm all, he's my number one. So my number two on this list, your number one on the list, is uh, Drayshon Miller. Of course, their former uh, West Virginia product. And... He can play multiple places, but I want to see him at outside corner, which is a shame for Jalen Simpson when it's all said and done. Drayshon is my number one. To me, uh, he's up there as far as NFL prospects go with Roger. Uh, he's, he's on that level, and having him in the fold is just absolutely gigantic. He's got two seasons to play. But he also has a sense of urgency of wanting to go. He wants to be a one and done. So, with those guys, you 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 see a little bit of extra, and um, they also can be kind of dramatic too. But I think I think this guy has uh, the right mindset, and uh, I'm hoping that he comes in. He's got good size. He's a he's a great in coverage. Uh, he's a decent tackler. I, I just Athletic. I just think this guy is going to shine from the minute we kick the football off in September. Our lists were pretty different. I liked that. Yeah, a lot um, of variety. Yeah, normally they're variety. pretty similar. Whose list did you like more? Let us know. 
And uh, also, just send us your list. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think Jaws, fun. let us know. I, I think yeah, Jaws is going to be on the pod tomorrow. So <laughs> I'll make him listen to this before he records. Like, which one do you like more? And why was it Charlie Fives? Yes, yes. Where can people uh, find you, buddy? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. Uh, AuburnSports.com, The Bunker, or 247 Sports, uh, The Body Get Aboard. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blacker. Be the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.